Okay, welcome back to Healthspan. This is part three of the longevity diet by Dr. Walter Longo. In this episode, I will be discussing how the FMD can help prevent Alzheimer's, inflammation, autoimmune disease, and I'll also be giving a summary of the book. So Alzheimer's disease is the leading cause of dementia. It accounts for 60 to 80% of all dementias, and it's characterized by loss of memory that interferes with normal daily tasks. And in the early stages of Alzheimer's, patients usually have this difficulty remembering newly acquired information, and often later on, they become disoriented and show some mood changes and behavioral changes as well. So this is a very debilitating disease, and unfortunately, this is a disease of aging. So incidence of the disease increases by more than a hundredfold from age 60 to age 95. So again, age is what is causing Alzheimer's. Now, for the longest time, we've spent billions of dollars into trying to figure out how to cure Alzheimer's and the pathophysiology of Alzheimer's. We have certain ideas of what's going on. So to be brief, we know that there's an accumulation of beta amyloid outside of our neurons and accumulation of hyperphosphorylated tau inside of our neurons. We know that this is kind of playing a pathology in our brain, causing uh, synaptic dysfunction and ultimately leading to a memory loss. Now, what Walter Longo did was to decide what he decided to regulate the activity of two major sets of genes that accelerate aging by essentially tricking our cells, giving the mice a normal diet that lacked nine essential amino acids. So amino acids are the building blocks of these proteins. There's nine essential ones, meaning that we need to get them from our diet and there's also these non-essential ones that our body makes. So Walter Longo gave these mice a diet that lacked any essential amino acids, but we gave also gave the mice excessive quantities of these non-essential amino acids, which the human body can make and therefore does not need to be obtained from the diet. So in other words, the test the test diet was identical to this normal diet that they gave to the mice control mice, but contained fewer essential amino acids and more non-essential amino acids. And what Walter Longo showed in this study, the one where he deprived these mice of uh, essential amino acids, was that the there was this potent effect going on where there was a 75% reduction in the levels of the pro-aging and cancer growth factor IGF-1 in the mice while on this diet. So again, IGF-1 is one of these quote-unquote aging genes that Walter Longo talks about. So remember in the first podcast, I discussed mTOR, IGF-1, and certain insulin as well. There's different growth factors that are contributing to cell growth and proliferation that are leading to inflammation, cancer, etc. We saw that when we inhibited these mice from eating these essential amino acids, we decreased their IGF-1 levels. And months later, the mice placed on this protein-restricted diet every other week had better performance in several different cognitive tests, indicating that they were protected from Alzheimer's disease symptoms. So this is kind of the, this result is kind of this evidence of the potential of nutri technology. So nutritional technology is this idea where certain food compositions that we eat can either turn on or turn off specific genes and pathways in our body and this is like what's what's what he showed here. We're turning off IGF-1, which is this pro-cancerous, pro-growth uh, hormone. 
and growth factor. And uh, we're showing that by decreasing IGF-1, we're improving, improving our, our own cognitive ability. So uh, that's uh, something, that's an experiment that he talked about. Now there was another experiment as well. And an everyday diet that, ha- that has been shown to be protective against cognitive decline is the Mediterranean diet in combination with high levels of olive oil. So there was a six-year study in Barcelona, Spain, where participants were randomly assigned to either a Mediterranean diet supplemented with extra virgin olive oil or 30 grams of nuts per day or a control diet in which they were advised to reduce dietary fat. So participants on this Mediterranean diet plus the olive oil or nuts performed better in cognitive testing than those on the low-fat control diet. So if you have this ApoE4 gene or you think can't I mean Alzheimer's runs in your family, um, maybe switching to this Mediterranean diet can help stave off any Alzheimer's. Now how about coffee? So and there's a, this other study showing that coffee as well can be protective against Alzheimer's. So there was this another study with 29,000 participants and the group with the highest coffee consumption had an approximately 30% reduction in the risk of developing Alzheimer's disease. And we're, we're, we're postulating that this is probably from the amount of co- the coffee's polyphenol content. So coffee has a high amount of polyphenols, and this could potentially be protective against Alzheimer's. Now, in a study of patients with Alzheimer's disease, consumption of 40 milliliters per day of extra virgin coconut oil resulted in an improvement in cognitive status. So we see both coffee, coconut oil, and the Mediterranean diet can all be protective against Alzheimer's disease. Now you can of course do other things that help protect against Alzheimer's. For example, like we know walnuts are very good for you. Using the sauna is very good for you. Fasting is very good for you because again, autophagy will help clearing out this uh, amyloid plaques and hyperphosphorylated tau by, by the autophagy process. And one, the most important thing to help prevent Alzheimer's, I'm telling you, is sleep. So sleep is the probably the number one thing you can do to help prevent Alzheimer's. Um, if you read Dr. Matthew Walker's, Matthew Walker's book, um, it's called Why We Sleep. If you read that book, he's showing this amazing correlation, almost causation, of how sleep and Alzheimer's uh, are, are correlated. So essentially what's going on is we discovered this system in our brain called the glymphatic system. Now, you've probably heard of the lymphatic system, which, you know, it's helps with uh, it's oncotic pressure as well as it's secondary, it's like the secondary immune uh, part of our immune system as well. Um, but what's going on with our glymphatic system is this drainage system in our brain. And we know when we sleep, the glymphatic system, which again is in our brain, moves our CSF more and helps clear out any debris or tangles in our in our brain. So essentially, more sleep, more glymphatic system activation, and more clearing of this uh, beta amyloid plaques as well as hyperphosphorylated tau. Now that's a very tangent, uh, but I highly recommend reading Matthew Walker's Why We Sleep book. He explains more detailed about how sleep can help prevent against Alzheimer's. So exercise, we're going to move on to exercise, both in, both the body and the mind. So 
Remaining both physically and mentally active has been shown to protect against age-related dementias. A review of all studies on exercise and dementia covering 800 patients in 18 randomized clinical trials concluded that physical activity, particularly aerobic exercise such as running and swimming, improves cognitive function in patients with dementia. So this is pretty trivial. Exercise can help protect our brain from cognitive decline. Uh, mechanism, maybe activation of BDNF, maybe some other some other mechanism going on, but we know that exercise is very good against preventing Alzheimer's. Now, another way to ward off Alzheimer's disease and other dementias as well is to keep the, just to keep the brain active. So reading, solving puzzles, and playing computer games have all been shown to improve cognition and help prevent or delay dementia. So this is why we often see uh, people in this elderly homes, we try to keep them busy, keep their mind busy with puzzles or or word word search or something to keep their mind busy. Um, because if you don't use it, you lose it. Now, I'm going to be moving to this inflammatory and autoimmune disease section. And one thing to remember before I start here is that as we get older, um, we get pr- production of these immune cells. And often these immune cells become dysregulated and end up producing more inflammation that can be activated when it doesn't need to be activated. So this can result in a low-level systemic inflammation involving the entire body. And as you know, chronic inflammation is is one of the pillars of aging. It's essentially something that's going on in all these chronic diseases. So we usually measure this inflammation with CRP or C-reactive protein and we know that again as we get older our immune system kind of gets dysregulated and we're releasing more and more inflammatory cells than we need to. Now what's going on is there's a recent worldwide analysis that revealed that between 8 to 9% of the global population has been diagnosed with one of the major 29 autoimmune diseases and in the last decade just in the last decade the incidence has jumped worldwide by a remarkable 19%. So in other words, autoimmune diseases appear to be doubling in number every five years. So some people contribute this to improved diagnosis and awareness of certain conditions, but it's likely that our environment and our dietary factors are also to blame. To blame. So we know, again, starting with nutrition in our diet, obesity has been linked to multiple autoimmune diseases like MS, and rheumatoid arthritis. We know that fat is inflammatory. This is something that Dr. Fung talked about. Fat is inflammatory in two ways. First off, fat itself is secreting inflammatory molecules like TNF-alpha and IL-6. Now secondly, we know that our fat cells can become so big that they actually grow out their own blood. They, They end up growing out their own blood supply. So these cells essentially undergo hypoxia, die, undergo necrosis, and recruit inflammatory cells uh, in our body, causing even more inflammation. So this is why it's good to reduce our truncal obesity. So as he puts it, fat accumulated in the abdomen and elsewhere in the body can generate molecules that stimulate immune responses, prompting immune cells to turn against others, other ordinary body cells. Now, diet can also affect the immune system as well by altering the bacterial population in our gut. This is, our, again, our gut microbiome, which in turn regulates many different immune cells. So 
Research show, shows that bacterial population present in the gut of people eating on an animal-based Western diet can be rapidly altered to a less inflammatory population simply by switching to a plant-based diet. So, again, just, just within this past decade, two decades, we're showing the importance of this gut and gut health and why it's important to eat healthy to feed our gut with certain small chain fatty acids that can be used to uh, prevent satiety uh, they can be used to you know help us with satiety they can help us uh, reduce inflammation and just overall general health this is what's going on in our in our gut uh, and we can only have a healthy gut if we kind of switch to more of plant-based and less animal-based or less inflammatory diet so that's that's what's been going on here specifically with ms uh, MS is this autoimmune disorder in which our T cells attack our oligodendrocytes, which are our insulating uh, sheath around our nerve fibers in the CNS. And MS, again, is extremely debilitating. And we know that from Walter Lungo's work, that cycles of the FMD not only reduced the severity of the MS in all mice, it actually eliminated all symptoms in a portion of the mice that already developed the disease. So each of the FMD killed a portion of the autoimmune cells and three cycles eliminated disease symptoms in 20% of the mice. So again, we're essentially curing MS with this FMD diet. It sounds, you know, like ridiculous, but uh, it, we're actually showing that cycles of FMD can help eliminate these autoimmune inflammatory cells that are causing demyelination of our CNS uh, neurons. So... The FMD diet reversed the autoimmunity in a subset of mice by doing three things. Again, we're killing off bad immune cells, we're generating new and healthy ones, and we're turning on progenitor cells, which can help regenerate damaged nerves. Damaged nerves. So this is an example of what he calls, quote, rejuvenation from within. Essentially, FMD, we're getting rid of the bad cells, making new ones. This is what's going on. Now, the FMD began... This, this experiment he talks about here, this FMD began with a pre-fasting day of 800 calories from fruit, rice, or potatoes. And this was again followed by seven fasting days during which the patient only consumed 200 to 350 calories a day from either vegetable broths or vegetable juices and supplemented with omega-3s three times a day. Now, after the study ended, patient who, patients who had received a single cycle FMD reported significant improvements in the quality of life, physical health, and mental health. So, again, this is a kind of anecdotal uh, anecdotal study, but we're showing that with this FMD diet, we're seeing improvements not only in the quality of life, but also the physical and mental health in these uh, MS patients on the FMD. Now, he also talks about Crohn's disease and colitis, ulcerative colitis, rheumatoid arthritis. These are Again, autoimmune and inflammatory diseases that um, can be cured with FMD, or at least maintained with FMD. So, he has this last chapter called How to Stay Young. And it's sort of a recommendation of the whole, it's pretty much what he's talking about in the whole book. So, I'm going to go ahead and summarize what he said in this book. Uh, first off, again, eat a mostly vegan diet 
with some fish. Secondly, consume low but sufficient proteins. Thirdly, minimize bad fats and sugars and maximize good fats and complex carbs. Fourth, be nourished. So in other words, the body needs protein, essential fatty acids like omega-6, omega-3s, minerals, vitamins, etc. We need this for our cells to maintain its function. Fifth, eat at the table of your ancestors. So consume a variety of foods to take in all the required nutrients, but choose the ones that were common on the table of your parents, grandparents, and great-grandparents, so long as they included, uh, so long as they are included in the longevity diet. Now, six is eat twice a day plus a snack. Seven is time-restricted eating. We should shorten our feeding window. Um, six to nine hours recommended by Dr. Sachin Panda in his circadian code book. And finally, period, periodic prolonged fasting mimicking diets. So people who are under 70 years of age, not frail or malnourished and free of certain diseases should undergo five day periods during which they consume a relatively high calorie fasting mimicking diet. An FMD diet may also be appropriate for older people, but only if needed and if a medical doctor recommends it. So those are his eight tips um, and that's basically the summary of the book. And that's the end of the book, actually. So uh, he he has the entire longevity diet two-week meal plan laid out. Um, and I'm not going to go through it. You can go ahead and buy the book. And if you want to do the FMD diet, you can follow it if you buy the book. Um, but that's essentially the end of the book. Did I enjoy this book? Yes. Um, but the thing with me is I prefer my fasting to be very strict in other words my fasting is strictly water no food no no supplements nothing just strictly water so i think you get maximal maximal benefits by just drinking water and not and uh i mean clearly this fmd is working but i prefer it's just personally that i'm just going to be doing f um just no food no food no no minerals, just water. So, um, again, this is a part three of the longevity diet. I hope you learned something. Uh, he's basically showing here how calorically restricting our diet can prevent a bunch of age-related diseases like Alzheimer's, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, cancer, autoimmune di- certain uh, autoimmune diseases as well, um, and that's basically the end of the book um hope you enjoyed hope you learned something i make sure to send me a dm if you want me to read another book uh but for now this is the end of healthspan and thank you for listening